Welcome to Guidepost to the Crossroads. This is William Ramada, and I am your host. Uh, you know, the world is crazy out there today. You can see it on TV. You can see it on your Facebook. Anywhere you look, you just see crimes, murder. It's just mayhem everywhere, you know. And it, it's just crazy out there. And uh, so what, what better way to welcome my guest today? Uh, so we want to bring you on with uh, Katie Brannon formerly known as Katie Pistone. She is from Philadelphia. Katie's a, a true crime advocate known for her work on TikTok's Tea Time True Crime with Katie. Her work didn't start there, though. She's been making a name of herself at the Rick's Cheesesteak Shop. She loves hearing about people's stories, experiences, and testimonies. She also she has also been featured in Investigation Discovery Channel by playing reenactment characters. She was also featured in the Good Neighbor magazine in Williamsburg. Well, welcome, Katie. Thanks for joining me today. Hello. What a great intro. Hello. How are you? I'm awesome, man. This this is gonna be pretty exciting, I think. I, yeah. I, excited i'm honored thank you yeah i'm not one to watch a lot of these shows personally my wife does but then i forgot how i came across you and yours but i did watch some of them and thank you and you are very entertaining for such a subject that could be gruesome (laughs) all right i think that is a compliment yeah because it is you know Hard, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it is, and that's one of the reasons why I, I really don't like to watch them, is because, you know, em, em, empathy and empathetically, you know, it just it just kills my heart sometimes, you know. So I I can only take it a little bit at a time. So you make it easier, I would say. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. Um, yeah. I I feel the same actually. I think that's why I, it's driven me to do these stories. Because I guess, you know, be the voiceless, you know, voice for the voiceless. Mm. And um, it it is really sad, I tell people, but I feel like their stories need to be told. And if I put it in like a Katie kind of spin for you to make sure, you know, to make sure their um, spirit, you know, as you will, will never die, you know, Mm. pretty much like, um, yeah. Um, it is very hard for a lot of people. My husband is the same way, but people go into true crime different ways. Like they like detective shows mm-hmm. or funny, you know, corny ones like Psych. Um, love that show. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, so there's all different kind of outlets. Mine is kind of I go into the hardcore where sometimes I can't sleep at night. <laughs> so. <laughs> It does get much sometimes. It does. Sometimes I do need little breaks, you know? Well, like you said, it is important that you get it out there. And then yes. I, I think the way you do it, too, it makes it more memorable. So maybe somebody sees it and they're like, oh, I remember that. You know, it's, Thank you. Because yeah, I watched a few, you know, like, uh, I don't know. I, I forget what his name was. But, uh, no, it's. Just, just describe it. I'm pretty. Yeah. Well, it's the guy. His son, his son was murdered, and he does all the, um, like on top of the FBI list. 
his, his son oh, was John Walsh. John Walsh, yeah, that's it. Sometimes well, my favorite like, Capricorns. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. I love John Walsh. That's actually yeah. how I got into true crime. Oh, okay, that's great. Yeah, cause yeah, I liked watching his, but America's Most Wanted. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yes, because you actually catch criminals. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's my ultimate goal. Actually, has become not anywhere near like him, but like some kind of female version. You know, where we uh -huh. can just <sighs> these are horrific tales, but at the same time. If you feel bad, imagine how the families feel. Oh, yeah. Imagine that their families are being unheard. And whether it's because of class systems, race, mm -hmm. uh, color, what have you. That's what I've learned a lot of my research. I found a lot of these cases, but they're not really covered. And I'm like, why? That's ridiculous. So I would love to just find cases that have been covered and maybe... We can be such a big enough unit mm. where we can start making a difference and bringing peace to the loved ones. You know, like um, my main goal is to have a big enough platform that when we get these cases, we'll start opening up people's eyes. Mm. Maybe they'll reopen cases. You know, maybe we can have actual funding to make the DNA testing more, um, let's see more affordable for families mm. you know what i'm saying because right. there's so many cases out there that have dna just sitting on the shelf but the police department does not have enough funds to run the dna which is frustrating like the same the same <laughs> that kind of seems odd because you could do yes. a basic dna test for cheap i don't know if it's different than Ancestry. I'm, I'm, sure it is, dude. I'm sure it's like a whole different thing. Yeah. Because you, know? you have to not mess up. Yeah, you have to break it down. Up. Yeah, definitely. Say, <laughs> no, you know, 23 and me, okay? Right, yeah. Because <laughs> something way more hardcore. Yeah, because there has been quite a few crimes where people were set free because a DNA yes. came back and said it wasn't them. Yes, those are the hardest ones for me, actually. I bet who spent time in prison for a long time for something that they didn't commit. And I'm just like, Oh man, that's really terrible. Yeah. You know? So I feel like there could be a lot more cases solved with the DNA and um, of course, education purposes mm. and extra work. And you know, it's um, I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, I would love to have more people be free and have, more peace to families because I'm a big family person. Yes. <laughs> uh, I love my family. Um, we're very close. So I cannot imagine any of the things I read happening to my immediate family, you know? So just have some horrible things happen outside of there. Right. But yeah, but my immediate, you know, that would be no bueno. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't even imagine you know, not knowing why or what happened and and then why did it go why did why did it get slipped under the rug to say, you know, why why is it not visible like some of these other people? Exactly. Yeah. What what do you find is like if I don't know if you know, like what is the biggest reason why it would go uncovered like that? I mean I'm not going to, like, sugarcoat anything because that's not the world. Um, but there is, there is corruption. Right. There is, you know, there is favoritism. Mm -hmm. um, 
And also there is kind of like just lazy work, you yeah. know, but at the same time, I don't want to blame everyone on the police department because <laughs> I am for the people in blue. Okay? Right. Yep. Um, but I know that other people do not have the same like heart right. to go into things. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. also they are packed with so much work. And like now they're like beyond low staff, like the whole world, you know? Oh so. yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah, so I said, if I ever, you know, if I was young and ever decided to become a lawyer, you know, I don't know if I could be like a prosecutor Mm -hmm. because knowing you're putting somebody away that could be innocent or or putting or or letting somebody go you know is guilty, but you can't, you know, that would drive me just nuts. You have to really be in love with the law. Yeah. You have to really be in love with human rights. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I feel like um, while we have it is everyone deserves to have a fair trial. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you're hardcore into that, you'll be fine. You just really, there's definitely not black and white in that kind of law. There's always, sadly, a gray area, but that's like everything in life, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Not everything is right or wrong if there's always some kind of oh, yeah. It's like you, yeah, it's like you said, you got the worth ethic and over yes. overload, overworked. You know, it, it's just crazy. What what was this uh reenactment? You so you're a reenactment person too? <laughs> yes, I was um I was an actress for a while. Um yeah, I was on like I played sometimes the mental patient, the victim um the accused killer per se i was in um ice cold killers happily never married (laughs) i was in uh death by gossip where that was like my (laughs) biggest role yep i played denise that that was fun um it 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 was a time for me i i do love acting i love um expressing how i feel because i am an empath Mm. and i like to express myself you know yeah (laughs) and um you know, just just meeting people and like hearing their stories. I love people, so that's what keeps me going per se. If I can make someone, if I bring them peace or some kind of happy emotion, or just make them feel something, I feel like I'm doing I'm doing a good job. You know, but um, yeah, just it was it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, I bet you know, and it makes a lot of sense. You know, if you want to be expressive, I mean, and this is the the perfect thing to do it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm surprised how many opportunities I had in Virginia, per se, you know, because I've been to L.A., I've been to New York, mm. and it is a dog-eat-dog world. Right. And you have to have the passion for it, the drive, and the time, which, you know, sadly, that all goes away from us oh, yeah. sometimes. You know, quick, time just goes. <laughs> quick, quickly sometimes. Yes, yes. So you had opportunities here in Virginia for this, the yeah. same kind of work? Yes. Oh, wow. Like, like what? Something recently or? Um, it's been quite, it's been quite a few years, oh. uh, but I'm actually looking into it again. So I might go out there again because it, it is a lot of fun, but I've really been having a lot of fun having my own TikTok series, Tea Time, True Crime, because you don't have anyone over you saying, I need that again, Mm. or do this, do that, you know? 
because I'm really quite a rebel, and uh, <laughs> I like to beat to my own drum. Right, right. <laughs> per se, you know, I don't like to be a you know like a cookie cutter. Nothing wrong with that. It's just that never was me. Even when I was a kid, I was in cheerleading. I did exactly the opposite of what I was supposed <laughs> to. <laughs> you know, so I mean, tomato, tomato. You know. You get your captain going, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I was at private school, so yeah, that was real fun. You know? Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I just I just had something and I lost it. Oh well. So oh, good. It'll, it'll come back to you. Yeah. So so you have the TikTok series. You're you're on um, YouTube as well, right? Are they yeah. the same or? It, it it is the same, but soon I'm going to start doing longer videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I started with YouTube, okay. and I started just doing once a week, and then I just started going like going ham and just doing more posting. Now I'm gone. I'm, I'm like full blown, like three, sometimes four stories a week on TikTok, and then I'm just slowly putting them on YouTube. For some reason, YouTube is not catching on <laughs> as um, as TikTok, <laughs> but I feel like there's other things you, you need to do. Someone gave me a great idea that said, maybe your top domestic violence cases, just put that all in one video. Oh. You know, and I was like, that's actually a pretty good idea because YouTube actually likes longer videos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, because they're actually, ironically, they're trying to turn into like a podcast. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but TikTok, I feel like this generation, any other generation, you know, our mind is like a nanosecond. So, you know, you have to just go boom, boom, boom. And if you want to look more into the case, you can ruin your, your day and look into the case. But um, I just wanted to stand out because there's so many other creative um, you know, YouTubers, content creators, you know, there's uh, Kendall Ray, Bailey Sarian, Mike O. Um, God, there's like so many. I watch like so many. <laughs> you know, you have to like learn. And I was like, you know, I don't know if I want to do this, but now we're getting to the point where why I did it. It was my husband. It was my husband, mm. George. Who was like, why don't you do a channel? And I'm like, um, what? Me? <laughs> like, I was like, babe, I was like, the place is saturated with true crime. Like, what could I? And he's like, yeah, but babe, there's no one who is you. Right. So right. they can take it or leave it. And I think you should do it. And now I'm almost a year in and I'm more, you know, confident, comfortable. And I'm just super excited. Um, but I'm going to keep doing the TikToks. And when I go live, that's when it's going to be like, it's on. Because then I can actually talk to you. Right. And you can tell me, well, Katie, do this case or Katie, do that case. Mm. And then hopefully I'll have, you know, people reach out to me and be like, all right, Katie, let's try to make a difference here. Let's really try to make a difference, you know, and that's my ultimate goal. So manifesting. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Let's bring it out. Let's bring it out. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it's nice because now I know what it was. Um, you could edit. You could say what you want to within guidelines. Of course, there's always some kind of guidelines. Yes. But 
Yeah, you're not stuck under the finger of somebody saying, no, do it this way or that way. You can be exactly. your true self and bring it out your own way. Exactly. Yeah. Not not trying to diss the you know, industry because oh, no, it's no. different, you know. Yep. But I really did enjoy myself. It, it brought me confidence. Mm. You know, for like a queen-sized girl, per se, <laughs> it brought me confidence. I talked to people. I learned that it's not just about celebrity life. You know, it's like... It's so much more. People have families and mm. dreams and goals, mm-hmm. and there's always room for improvement. And the best advice I heard, and I tell everyone, even the students here at William Mary, is you know, stay hungry but mm. humble. Yes, yes, always. Yes, you know, there is always, always improvement. You will never be perfect. <laughs> it sounds sad, but that's life. You have to keep on going. You have to keep moving forward. So the only way I go backward in my life is when I go backward to these cases right, to let right. the families be heard and, and, and in a very respectable way. I really do try, but mm. sometimes, sometimes, Mr. William, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I get my emotions ahead of me and I get a little angry. Um, <laughs> so sometimes I cry or you look like, you know, I look like I've been crying. Uh, and that's me, dude. Like, I am not going to, like, sugarcoat myself. No. I'm, I'm like... You know, I kind of have a foul mouth, too, when I get upset, so... <laughs> it's very understandable, though. Yeah. Because they are, they're harsh. It's harsh crimes, and it's a harsh world. And, you know, when you put yourself in the position of those parents or brothers and sisters or whatever, of what they're going through, it's like, I couldn't blame you at all for being that way. But you do a great you do a great job doing it though, and, it, and thank you, and thank um, you. and it does. Like I said, it, it keeps it interesting because of the way you do it. Because you are you, like you said, not like somebody else. No, and, I'm not. Right. I tried, but it just wasn't working. It never works when we try to be like somebody else. <laughs> no, I tried, you know, but I'm like, nah, I can't. I was like, no. I just can't. Like I, it's. It's, it is hard because, like, um, what are one of the cases that you remember and mm. it kind of it, it got to you? Probably, like, all of them, they're all not really happy at all, but... Yeah, I, I'm not... Yeah, I don't really know. Um, do you have any local ones that you really work on in Virginia Beach or... Totally. No, I got one that is, like, I don't want to say where I live because of... Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, don't come for me. Um... Okay, sorry. First off, this, I don't even want I, I smile a lot when I get in uncomfortable situations, which I know is very weird. Um, so, okay. <clears throat> there was something happening in Yorktown, and it's actually happened um, April 14th, 2022. Mm-hmm. And it's where the police really believe that this poor kid killed himself like it was suicide but when you look at the evidence it clearly does not say that so i don't know if the police are trying to keep the peace or they really believe that but there is very um weird circumstances it's very sad because this little boy um his name sean doherty i did a video about him on tea time true crime and the mother is on YouTube, I mean, Facebook, and I think she has a video on YouTube, yes. If you type in what happened to Sean, S-E-A-N, question mark, 
you have the mother or family members posting about the events that happened. Mm. And when I read them, and when I saw the pictures, whoop, Mr. William, I was, <laughs> whoop, I was fueling, okay? I was like, <laughs> what is happening here, man? Uh-oh. Um, they brought Katie and, out. <laughs> yeah, it, it brought, you know, Katie cutie out, man, that is not feeling so cute. Um, but I talked to other people about the case, and they're like, oh, yeah, I heard about that case. The kid killed himself. And I was like, oh, so that's what you're supposed I was like, let me show you the evidence. Mm. So I showed, like, my family the evidence, and my mom is like, what the? There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. I was like, I know. The poor kid. Um, again, this is a true crime podcast, so warning, your discretion advice. <laughs> um, if you do not like disturbing things, please go away. Hopefully, you will message me and say, what's up? But um, this is very upsetting because this is a real mother. This is literally happening. So the case already is open and shut. Okay, William, they're okay. gone. Police won't even look into it. Oh, and this okay. just happened. So the boy was found. Oh, sorry. He was found on some kind of a swing set where he was hanging, but his knees were bent. There was a bag over his head, and his hands were tied behind his back. He had no shoes on, so there was no dirt on his feet. Oh, I know. Oh, I know, Mr. William. I know. Huh. And um, he was supposed to take the trash out. So when the parents went in the home, the trash bags were still there. And the peach that he loved very much was still there that he was about to eat. So I don't know if he walked in on something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It happened within like an hour of her talking to her son, like maybe 40 minutes to an hour. Yeah, it's nuts. It's horrible. This, his sister found him. It was just terrible. But this is what I don't understand. So the kid was dressed up in adult clothes, okay? Like adult men's clothing. Right. But his underwear was found in the parents' bedroom. Wow. Yeah, the mother was like, uh, my son never takes off his underwear in our bedroom. But again, the police are like, it's suicide. It's open, shut case. And I'm like... Um, and there's clearly a handprint on one of the doors, mm. but they say it doesn't belong to anyone. And yeah, they just don't, they won't go further with it. I don't know if they're just, it's weird. When I read, when I read the press conference, the guy, the police said, oh man, he was like, this was suicide or something. And something like, um, there was nobody out here killing anybody. Or some, yeah, something like that. So he, they, I think they just wanted to shut the case. Right. But when I show the story and I show the pictures, they're like, there's somebody out here. This yeah. This kid was literally killed. Yeah, because the way you described it, he, there's no way that he could do no, the bag. Even and my dad, even my dad who kind of just goes with the flow, he's like, oh, that's not right, Caitlin. I was like, yeah, no. No. Oh. And you know when he calls me Caitlin, it's serious business. He <laughs> calls me. When they call me Caitlin, man, it's it's weird for me. That's why I prefer Katie because I'm right. like Caitlin, yeah, <laughs> too professional. Um, but yeah, I mean, I really, I really hope they open up the case again. Um, I don't have any disrespect to the people in blue. I just know you have like a huge caseload. Right. But then bring it to somebody else then, because yeah. this poor mother is literally putting on her Facebook how she saw her son. How weirdly his nose was bleeding um, when he was found. His glasses were broken and on the ground. Uh, I'm sorry, what? 
Well, hanging upside down with a bag on your head and your hands tied behind your back. Well, you yeah, it, it wasn't like, he wasn't like upside down. Well, the way he was hanging was like, oh yeah, oh. they said the rope was not even around the neck. Oh, so okay. Like, it was around the chin. Like it was staged and it slipped yes. or something. Yes, that's what it reminded me. I'm like, you just made like an ornament on a Christmas tree. Like, what are you doing? Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, everyone said it was suicide. They said he was like, you know, a kid with glasses who got picked on. But the mother were military families, actually. And I'm oh. all about the military, you know, protect our country. Woo! Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you guys are amazing. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your service. Um, yeah, and, the, and it's a military family background. So, of course, that hit me even harder because I'm like, you can't look in to the yeah. son's you know, death a little more, just a little, even though these people fought for our country or right. still fighting for our country. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So whew, that one got me like real heated and that's not even far from here. No. It's literally like less than an like, hour right. away. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Williams. Yeah. yeah. So if anyone wants to look up that case, just type in Facebook. What happened to Sean? It's a really cute kid with glasses um, forgive me, was he 12? Man, sorry, I think he was 12. But definitely look it up. But it was somebody who came up to me at a party, and they're yeah. like, Katie, look into this case. Yeah, this literally just happened. That's crazy. And then now I'm here to spread awareness. And again, no disrespect to our authorities. Please don't come after me. <laughs> um, just please open up the case. Yeah. Unless there's DNA evidence. Something, okay? yeah. Right? Yeah, Mr. William, you're like, I mean, he's was... behind his back. Yeah. Bag over his head. You're not going to do that yourself. No, not when you're like 12 years old. No. Not even, that's usually not the normal suicide. Right, no. Yeah. Ooh, that got deep. My bad. Yeah, dude. No, that's good. <laughs> oh, that, there. <laughs> that's good. That's what we need people to know what's going on around here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's everywhere. It's not just here, but. No. It seems like. I don't know. To me, recently, it seems like there's a lot more going on around here in the local area where I'm at, Virginia Beach, Portsmouth, Norfolk. But Absolutely. So is that yeah. how you find most of your cases? People say, hey, check this out? or I is- actually just do all kinds of research. And then when I find a case, I, you know, I go to you know, Mr. and Mrs. Google, okay? And I go through there, and I try to look at the sources to make sure it's not just like a PR stunt or what have you or people making right. up fake news you know fake news um <laughs> you know <laughs> so i do that and i also like i look at other youtubers and when mm. i do certain videos i actually put in my video you know this idea was from beyond evil on youtube or this idea was from mike O from the chapter okay you know um so I watch them, but then I also watch different perceptions of videos. Right. Because some YouTubers will not go down to the nitty gritty, which is fine. You know, some people are kind of jokesters, like mm-hmm. Mike O. I love him. He's an <laughs> Irish. He's an Irish one, but he's been at it for like six years. Okay. I'm only in it for like I don't know a year, but I've been obsessed and in love with true crime since I was like a little girl, mm. and now I'm stronger than ever. With all these fentanyl, you know, stuff going on, it's just making me like way more and in, in like gung ho. And I feel like social media with COVID and everything has just like changed 
the world oh, so yes. much. Oh, yes. Changed everything. Changed everything. Like, yes. everything. <laughs> like, I had an audition before I had this beautiful podcast. Yeah. Because there are, like, 90% of auditions are now virtual. And I was like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, what? Yeah. 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 Yeah, my son had <laughs> all his interviews looking for work. Or basically, first the phone, and then it's like a... A video. It's like yeah. don't even go in anymore. <laughs> it's fine with me, but you know. Yeah, I feel like it's fine with me. Yeah, you know, everyone's time is so precious. Yes. You know? Yeah. And everyone's worried about everything. So, uh-huh. yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of kind of insane. But um, no, I really do appreciate all the other ones. I also yeah. listen to scarier podcasts. If mm. if you want, you know, pure soul, Mr. Williams. Um, <laughs> You know saying uh, I can tell you're very sensitive and very kind and hardworking uh, and loving. Thank you. Um, yeah, of course I can totally. Say <laughs> that. You can definitely tell I'm Jeannie's friend because we are definitely yeah. like two peas in a pod. But she's way more hardcore. Uh, awesome. Yeah, she's um, she's a great. God, she's amazing. And um, it's 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 just wild because like some people can't understand or, or take it, but we sometimes have to put ourselves in other people's shoes we you do know? and i really do congratulate all the podcasters all the artists out there and um that's what i get a lot of my you know my confidence from because i'm mm. like wow you are doing it maybe yeah. i can do it yeah. so yeah straight up like thank you <laughs> i will never be better than anybody else i'm just you know going with the flow in, in the true crime world but yeah. um yeah Thank you. You're so kind. <laughs> well, so are you. <laughs> so you've been in, well, interested in this since you were a kid. So yes. What what, my, what sparked your little interest there? Oh, well, this is going to sound beyond morbid. Um, <laughs> I don't you know. know. Yeah, I've, right. I've seen a lot, so. <laughs> well, I, let's see. When I was a little girl, I just always watched it with my grandmother, me mom, Mm -hmm. Mary Garling, and that is my dad's mother. And my mom would like come home and she'd be like, what the heck is she watching? You know, and then I would just watch and I'd be like nine, ten years old. Mm. I'd be racing to the TV Friday nights and watching John Walsh. And I'm like, get him, we can get him. (laughs) And then like, you know, my grandmother would be crying. I would be crying. And my mom's like, why are you watching? And I was like, I don't know. I'm like drawn to it. Like, mm. I, I don't know. I love people. Right. And my grandmother was the kind of person that loved people. Mm. Like, everyone would, would say before she passed away, you know, if the devil ever came to your grandma, your grandma would look him straight in the eye and be <laughs> like, I forgive you. Yeah. You know, she was just a very strong person. And, um, yeah, she, she got mm. me into it. And she showed me forensics uh-huh. which really fascinate me but math is not my strong suit um but i'm good with people and i think being in the service industry like all my life i yeah. tend to be good with people you i tend to pick to up on p's and q's and yep. stuff like that so but yeah me mom got got me into it and just the gratification that these families you know like the updated ones that these families are like thank god you know we have closure you know we have some kind of peace I mean, you'll never forget. Your right. heart will always be broken, but uh-huh. at least you have an answer. Because I feel the worst thing is it's not not knowing. knowing. Yeah, that's what like, would get the me. Band-aid off. Yeah, <laughs> that's 
that's what I said during dating. I'm like, just tell me what you want. <laughs> like, do you want this or you don't? Like, you ain't gonna hurt my feelings. I'll just walk around to somebody else. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, it would be hard to know also, but to see pictures or to know how gruesome something might have happened to them, but not knowing would be what would really get me too. Because for yeah. the rest of your life, you're just always wondering, you know, yeah. why? Yeah. You know, who? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely. And I got way more into it in high school. I had a det- um, detective, Moraz. He's awesome. I was in New Horizons school while I was in high school. And always in school, I was bullied horribly, mm. even by the students, the teachers. They just always thought, you know, make fun of the weird Irish stuttery Katie. So, but when I went to criminal justice and we had this certain assignment, this is how I knew that there's something that is special uh, with true crime with me. So our assignment was, I'm going to give you autopsy photos of the crime. It wasn't like the actual autopsy photos. It was like the description and stuff, because that's way too gruesome. Yeah. <laughs> And the actual assignment was, Detective Moraz said, I'm going to be gone for, you know, a little bit. And you're going to look at these clues and look at how these people were, you know, murdered. And I want to know for your proof, you know, what do you think the killer would look like? Oh, wow. Yes. So when he left, a lot of the students went on the computer, Googled it and typed it in. But I was in the back with my earphones, reading, reading everything. Just, And then all of a sudden, you know, I finished it. And then when Detective Mraz called out my name, I was thinking, great, I'm going to get, like, ridiculed. <laughs> so stupid. And then um, and all of a sudden, he's like, Pistone? And I was like, yes. He's like, please stand up and read your paper out loud. I was like, oh, God. I was like, here we go. (laughs) And I read it. And he was like, now, before you read, do you have direct evidence from what I gave you why you think, you know, the prosecutor is, I mean, excuse me, the um, killer is this kind of person? And I was like, yeah, I do. Because everyone was like, well, Katie, why would you think that? You know, and I just read it out to him. And he's like, I want to ask you a question. Did you go on the computer? It's fine if you did, like everyone else, and look, look, look up the crime. And I looked at him, and I was like, no, sir, I did not. And then my friend, Rudy, God rest his soul, he stood up, and he was like, no, Mr. Mraz. I mean, he, she literally was in the back on her, you know, <laughs> like looking over that and did it by herself. And then Detective Mraz said, you're absolutely correct. Wow. This is exactly who killed these people, and and I, and I literally, I had that validation where I'm like, oh man, I'm, I might be on to something. Yeah. You know? It was the uh, killing in Louisiana where these six women were um, basically like sliced and diced, mm. and they were beautiful, beautiful women that were very professional. One was a Marine, one was, you know, but, but he, they all had their throats slit. Mm. And everyone was like, okay, well, it was this kind of serial killer. And I started reading the, the, the perpetrators, the characters, the history. I was on it for hours. 
And then that was just amazing when Detective Mraz was like, oh my God, you're, you're right, Kaylin. It was definitely um, an African male who did not, you know, who kept getting rejected by these women. Mm. So he had revenge on them and he killed this beautiful African female. He just bonked her on the head to like um, confuse, you know, confuse investigators. Mm. And uh, again, that's exactly what I said in my report. I was like, I do believe this gentleman did it because he was here. And yeah, that was a proud moment where I was like, I did this myself. And then my friends stood by me. They're like, okay, that's weird, Katie. (laughs) They're like, that's weird that you knew that. So, and I've just been in a true crime, like, you know, pretty much all my life. You know, wow, so even in the acting world, I've yeah. always drawn to that. So that's amazing. That's like a light bulb going ding. Yes, yeah. Like, Every, everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants validation, and it's kind of weird how I got mine. You know. Yeah, there you, <laughs> there you go. You could be a FBI or something. You know? <laughs> I wanted to. I really did, but I'm really, really for the people. So. Yeah. Because the more I read about all kinds of police, I'm like, man, I could not. Yeah. That's so hard to do. I'd mm. rather just be. I want to train to be a PI, actually, oh, private okay. investigator. Yeah. Yeah. So that's hopefully my next goal. <laughs> well, I think you definitely got the skills for it. <laughs> the you. skills in the heart. <laughs> the skills in the heart. You know, that's what it takes. Thank you. That's amazing. So with all these things you, you could say, if if you were to give advice to all the people out there, you know, what should they look for to prevent themselves from being caught up in something like this? It is, excuse me. Oh, take it on my water. That's all right. Take your time. <laughs> wow. <coughs> I think it's like, you know, the universe saying karma because I didn't protect myself. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, it's not it's not about me. But um, I went through some things, and uh, and I ignored my gut feeling. That mm. is number one. Yeah. Like, you are the beacon, okay? You. You don't have to have magical powers. You know what you do. Every, everyone is magical. They all have magic in them. Um, but if you have a weird feeling, do not be like, Meh, maybe I just have gas or I'm tired or, mm. you know, I'm being a little insecure. No. If you're not supposed to be there, the first thing is always either let someone know where you're going. And then, you know, I know online dating is huge now. My friends are doing it and everything. My advice is it's how it is now. Make sure when you meet this person, download like Snapchat because I feel like that is the most up to date kind of, you know, you see what this person looks like. Mm. You can see their personality. And always, like, when you meet this person, make sure two or, or, or more of your friends have the location. Mm. And usually, all the time, you guys, nobody has a problem with that. Men, women, binary, it, it doesn't matter. Mm. People want to feel safe. And right. if you tell the person, hey, can I take a selfie with you real quick and just send it to my friend? You know, to make sure I'm safe. And if they're like, yeah, okay, then cool. But if they have a problem with that, do not even go to the meeting. Yeah, there's something wrong there. (laughs) I don't care how good looking he is or how gorgeous she is. Do not. Okay, they're going to take your kidney. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's scary. But there are cases like that. Right, yeah. There are um, black markets of organs. That's a whole different thing. But um, that's the main thing, guys, is always trust your gut. And just be smart and 
you know, you might get embarrassed, but honestly, don't get embarrassed about dating because mm. the number one thing for humans is love yeah. and interaction and affection. And I feel like COVID really changed that for a lot of people. Ironically, I've worked way more than I've ever <laughs> since COVID ever. I never got to stay home, you know, just wore the mask and drew the cool lipstick marks on my mask. Um, I'm just going to do that. Um, <laughs> but the main thing is, is that there's nothing to be ashamed of if you want to have companionship, if you mm-hmm. want to have a partner. We all get lonely sometimes. If you want to be alone, that's cool. That's you, you know. Um, but you can say tell people you know where you're going Mm -hmm. or send them a a selfie where you are right and that's the main thing and then now there's amazing self um defense i guess toys out there you can find them on youtube Mm. tiktok facebook my friend april and i know someone who does really good like defense Mm keychains i could definitely send that to you um I have the birdie. It was a gift given to me. And the birdie is basically like, it's like this big and it's so light. But if you pull it, it makes a loud kind of sireny noise. Oh, wow. It doesn't hurt the victim, but it surprises them. And not right. For you to, to get away. Yeah. <laughs> and run away. Yeah. Because no matter what, guys, it's going to sound horrible. And I did a video about this. Okay. And I'm so sorry, Tina Nash. But the best way to get away from someone is go for the eyes. Yep, yep. That is, I mean, yeah, you can do throats, but, you know, they can work out their throat, you know. But I feel like the eyes are like, oh, you know, I feel like that will definitely make someone go down. Um, Do not be in your car just texting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make sure you're, if you're in your car, make sure it's locked, okay? Um, Please do not be staring at your phone while you're walking. I see that (laughs) So much everywhere. I've seen it so much, and people can just either like you know steal the phone out of your hand, or they push you. Yep. And I was in New York a few years back, uh, me and my friend um, Caitlin, and we actually witnessed a mugging right in front of us. Mm. It was so scary. It was this beautiful. Um, I believe she was um, like um, Japanese, gorgeous. And she was right in front of us. And it was literally right after I saw the best Broadway show of my life, you know, Moulin Rouge. And <laughs> we're walking out, and all of a sudden, my, my friend, Caitlin, feels someone behind her. Like, she's like, there's something with this guy, you know? She's like, he's radiating. Like, she felt him. I, you know, we're just in the crowd. He lunged between me and Caitlin and got to this um, Japanese girl's phone. He grabbed the phone and pushed her in oncoming traffic. Jeez. In the middle of the street, right? I literally, when you think you're going to jump out and help somebody, when it goes that fast, I was like, oh, my God. And then someone came in, thank God, and grabbed her out of the street because she got could have got hit by a car. Yeah, nice. Now, it's not just New York. There's bad places. Bad Everywhere. There. Okay? There's literally, which is really hard to say, but it, it's true, mm-hmm. you know? But, um... Again, that's the main thing, guys. Don't be walking around with your headphones, with your staring at, at the phone, because you're not aware. Yes. You're not aware of what's going on. Definitely. Yes. And then when you put your um, groceries away, no, don't go bend down all the way and mm-hmm. put your groceries in. You know, yeah. and try not to be by yourself. But yeah. if you are, 
Make sure your phone is on you. Make sure your Apple Watch is on. Um, there's just so many things for you to be safe now. Because, yes. Yes. You can wear Apple Watch. Mm. You, you have like these little bracelets now. Yeah, you can and be traced anywhere. <laughs> and remember, if you pull the birdie, it makes like a siren noise. So that will distract the attacker. And also that will definitely have someone be like, what the heck's yeah, going on? What's that? And, and they'll come and help you, you know? And um, Yeah, I've never heard of those. That's neat. Isn't that cool? Yeah. yeah I got it for uh, either Christmas or birthday, but I love it. It has, has, has like rainbow. <laughs> but um, I, I actually pulled it a couple times accidentally, and it is real loud, but not too like, but it's definitely where people will stop me like, what's going on over there? Right. Because the number one thing is to surprise. Yes. And also, what I learned in school, if you are getting mugged, you do not look at them and be like, just take everything because nothing is worth your life. Mm-hmm. Nothing. The car, the phone. No. Uh, seriously, like, that is a big thing. If they want something, they're, you're, you're just going to look down and be like, dude, just take it, I'm out, and just, like, run the other way. Yep. Yep. And then someone will help you because, again, nothing is worth your life. No. And they just want to do a quick getaway anyway. Exactly. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, you know, thieves just want to, like, you know, theft, yeah. not murder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, sadly, is more personal. <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're pretty, you know? Yeah, they're pretty blatant about it, too. They're out in the open now. It's just like they don't even try to disguise mm-hmm. it. No, they don't. But mm-hmm. you can protect yourself. Yes. Yeah. You can. Um, if you're out there on, like, the subway or, like, you know, make sure your wallet and stuff is inside your mm-hmm. clothes. Um, that That's a big one, you know. Um, and, again, just I know you want to listen to earphones. If you want to keep music, you know, to help with anxiety, I mm. get it. But don't have it too loud. Like, play it like a background of your life, like mm-hmm. your life's a movie, you know. <laughs> so have it low. So you still understand what's going on around you and do not keep staring at your phone. Right. Yeah. Like get where you're supposed to be and then where you know you're safe, like at home or, you know, then that's where you do it. Because I feel like that's that's like the main problem is like this little screen is taking over well, our lives. It is. Know? Yeah. People walking. Too, so I'm just trying to yeah. tell you, like if you push this down, 911 is coming. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's. So, you know, there's good and bad in everything. It's just how, how you use it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Just just be aware and don't be ashamed to ask for help. Right. Because they're always, people are really kind. You know, mm-hmm. they are. There are some ugly people, and I talk a lot about it in my videos. Yeah. But I've also met some amazing people. Oh, yes, and definitely. Yes, always kind people. So my thing, how I do every day, because I have people ask me, like, well, how do you act? Like, what do you think about in the morning? How do you start your day? And I'm like, honestly, guys, I just go by treat people yep. how you want to be treated. That's right. I don't do the respect is earned nonsense. It's because mm. I was like, I don't know you. No. I'm just going to be nice to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's, there's I'm not... going to be nice to you. But yeah. if you're not nice to me, I'll just keep on walking. Yep. I'm not letting you have my energy, boo-boo. Okay? Right. <laughs> I'll deal with <laughs> I have, stuff you gotta deal with. I have enough of my energy. I don't need yours. Exactly. I got all the energy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing like a smile, good morning, or something. Yes. You know. Or I, to someone, I like your shirt. That will yeah. literally brighten their dang day. Right. I mean, you don't. Small. You don't know what they're going through, so that could just lift their spirits enough to keep them from doing something stupid. Exactly. 
yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, great, man. I, I really enjoyed this. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Me too. Yeah. Really As things go along, perhaps we could do it again when you start growing and expanding because I, I know it's going to get out there even further. Thank you. It, that is so kind. It's, Thank Im- you. it's important. Uh, I mean, and to see it visually on the TikToks or YouTube or whatever, that'll help people see. And who knows, maybe even recognize somebody that, oh, I saw that. Maybe I call the cops. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because that's my problem. Like, I could see it on, like, the Joe Walsh show, but I'll never remember the face unless something really attracted me to that, you know? Yeah. So. Oh, man, I would lose it if he gave me a call. Like, hey, Dave, oh, we be... got to have, like, some kind of show or something. I'd be like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, I have a heart attack. Now, that, hey. that's when I would be starstruck, okay? I met oh, a lot yeah. of stars when I was younger, and I was like, nice to meet you. Yeah. Uh, but him, I would be total starstruck. I'd be like, oh, oh my God, you're a hero. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> Can I reenact like, on your show? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, it's just, I feel like people like that are heroes you know oh yeah family's justice and stuff like that and um and people ask me like you know okay to get into true crime you know like tamra hall something Mm -hmm. horrible has to happen to you in order to be into true crime and honestly i don't share a lot of my story i'm not i'm not ready yet Um, right but yeah a lot has happened and i'm still here and uh what's up and um (laughs) (laughs) i'm here and there's a reason for that, and hopefully this is my reason where I could actually help people bring peace and love to their families because families are important mm-hmm. and friends are very important, you know? It just depends. Whoever makes you feel like you can be your absolute self, uh-huh. your lovable self, you keep them in the circle. That's okay? right. That's right. That is my advice. Like, yep. if you feel like you have to dress up or pay money or have to buy people everything they're not your friends okay no nope, nope. <laughs> i would rather hang out with you while you're doing laundry and watching tv like that that's the friendship i want you want to take a nap let's go take a nap you know what I'm <laughs> that's <laughs> it yeah that's the ultimate friendship goals right there that's <laughs> it don't be anybody but yourself and don't, don't be anybody but yourself that's seriously. it it took me a long time to realize that i'm yeah. in my 30s yeah and man i've grown so much mm-hmm. and it's like and I still keep growing. But well, stuff like this will help you grow <laughs> fast. Yeah, I'm so excited about this opportunity. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. And anyone who's listening, definitely check out this podcast. Yeah, definitely. Um, yes. And uh, yeah, uh, subscribe to me. Follow on TikTok, uh, YouTube. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm trying to get better, but I do have a full-time job. Right. So I'm not the best, but I still try. And, um, yeah, if you want to personally message me with stories, I made an email just for that. It's called teatimecb at yahoo.com. My initials, CB, you know, for Katie Brandon. So teatimecb at yahoo.com. So if you have any story suggestions or you just want to say, hey, Katie, this, I don't know what story this is. Let's look it up and find it together. We gonna do it, girl or boy. We gonna do it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll put that on the uh, podcast summary too, so it'll be right there for people to see it, and then hopefully they can send you some more work to do. <laughs> yes, there is so much to do. There but, is. Uh, 
I will I will get to you guys. I do have a few requests. Some I, I don't know. Like I cannot find out what happened to the Barbie and Ken killers because mm. it's the Carla Homakova one. Um and the uh Fernando was his name? Ben Fernando case. Of course I'm blanking. But they made a horror movie. Well not horror, it's like a thriller movie played by Laura Prepon. It was called Carla. Okay. And sadly, guys, she is out of prison right now. She's been out since 2006. The husband is still in. Now, there is controversy whether she should be staying or she should be out. But mm. I had people ask me, do you know where she is? And I was like, that I cannot do. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out, but she completely changed her name. Yeah, I can't and, blame her. Uh, that's how the people in Canada feel, that she is rehabilitated. So, do I agree? Absolutely not. Like, mm. when you murder your sister in that kind of way? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's definitely a case that will keep you. But they're called the Barbie and Ken killers. Yeah, I think I've heard of that. Yes. Yes. Well, she's yeah. out now. She's uh, living life. Oh, I bet. She's out uh, yeah, of prison. The, so. the husband, not so much. And he, does, mm. he doesn't think it's right that she's out. Which, mm. you know, I feel like... But again, it's very controversial. They say she was the battered woman. Right. But again, if you offer up your sister on a silver platter to be hurt like that, then you 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 know good. Yeah, no, no, um, you don't need to be yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that stuff I cannot find out about. I've been searching who's listening to it. I have, but I am hearing your requests, and I really, really appreciate it. And hopefully we get to 1,000 soon on TikTok. And next time I talk to you, you know, we'll just get bigger and bigger together. And it's not going to be just me making a difference. It's going to be everyone else who is contributing. Yeah. And that's what I want to do because I feel everyone wants validation. Yeah. And I feel everybody wants to be heard. And they want to be a part of something. Yeah. And why not be a part of something to bring peace? Yes, definitely. Yeah. We're a community. <laughs> so let's be a community. Let's be a community. <laughs> that's Come on, right. man. There's a lot of us. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, well, thank you again for thank coming you so on. Much. This podcast has been brought to you by Culture Vegan Shop in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Culture, where the only thing that is missing is you.